Hey guys, so welcome to another episode of Wild and Basic. Today is going to be a solo episode. I hope you guys liked the previous episode with Nicole. It was a really fun episode talking about manifestation. Uh, so before we get started on today's episode, I want to guys I want to give you guys like a little bit like update on like these episodes. So I skipped last week's episode because of the personal reasons and like it's been happening a lot lately because my sister has been in town and like things have been like on and off. So I'm really trying to get back onto the routine of doing the episodes like every week, but I know it looks like this month it's been like every other week, but I'm going to definitely try to make it more like weekly basis, but as of at the moment, it feels like bi-weekly. But just wanted to put it out there. It's not intentional. It's just I'm working my way up to making it weekly. It's just like video episodes is truly hard to make and it requires a lot more editing. Um, I still get some help, but it's still like, it's a lot. Just wanted to be completely honest. I don't have like a huge team, so it definitely puts a lot <laughs> on my hands. But definitely, uh, I'm working my way up to make it weekly. That's it. Anyway, so a little bit update before. Um, first of all, if you feel like I'm congested, this is my allergies. It's this time of the season that I get this shit. Like it's usually like March or usually like April, depending on where I am, I guess, but this time it happens to be end of March, so. Hello, allergies, if you're in that team, hi. <laughs> so, I am going back to New York, now moving back, going back. I am very excited to see my family, I am excited to just be in New York. Uh, weather so far doesn't look that, like, bad, it looks just a bit colder. Like six, I feel like if it is like in 60s, that's like perfect for me. But some days it's definitely looking like 50s. I will take that. I feel like if it is in the 50s, 60s, like perf, literally perfect. But I'm hoping that it stays that way. But I'm excited for that kind of weather. I can comfortably wear like hoodies. I love that. So I am definitely down for that. Um, what else has been happening? I just want to give you guys update. Oh, taxes. Oh my god. I feel like I've been doing taxes like almost like two weeks. It feels that terrible. I know some people probably have done their taxes earlier and I feel like I should have done it earlier. But just like it felt like a lot and like being self-employed, honestly, that's like one downside of it is that like because you don't get like W-2s or anything. Maybe you get like a couple 1099, but 9 out of 10 sometimes rest of most of your income is not even 1099 it's more like other stuff in case you guys don't know what's 1099 look it up it's like the income you get from some other companies like external income um like contracting job or like that's what how like facebook instagram pays you or youtube youtube pays you separately and all Consider 1099. They send 1099. Just wanted to put that out there. So, yeah, it's it's been a lot. Literally, I had like a conversation with my accountant this morning, and he was like, "What is Meta?" <laughs> because I remember last year, 
I think they changed it this year, right? Like, I don't remember. It was Facebook. So he was like, what is Meta? I'm like, it's Facebook. Then he's like, <laughs> because Google, I didn't know Google's name goes under a different name. It doesn't even go as Google because Google's, I know stock name is Alphabet, but there's other name for YouTube. It's like XXIV or something or five, XX something IV uh, Holdings Inc. And that is also YouTube. My camera's like, what is that? I'm like, <laughs> it's kind of funny to, uh, I don't know, like, uh, because, like, you know, most accountants, they do different kind of job, and I'm sure my accountant, like, he works with different kind of people, so he's always, like, has questions when it comes to my taxes, so it was kind of funny to explain it. But, yeah, it's interesting. And lastly, my sister was in town, so this was actually really fun because last time she was in town, we were like furniture shopping, we were doing this place, I know still coming together. I know you guys can see like my bar cart, that's like in progress. There's like some oranges. That's fake oranges by the way. But yeah, it's coming together, but yeah, this was a lot more fun this time. Also because we did like a whole marathon the day of when she was leaving, because she had like 6am flight, we watched like all Hunger Games. It was leaving Netflix. I think it's leaving Netflix this month. So I would recommend to watch it before it leaves. I, I love that like we became a community and everyone just like ended up watching Hunger Games at the same time <laughs> because I keep seeing it everywhere. But yeah, it was like really fun and that's like all you guys have been missing. So without further ado, let's get on to today's episode. Today's podcast is brought to you by our partner Mint Mobile. Let me start by saying how much money I have been spending lately on so many things like groceries, rent, going out, just food overall, just a lot of money. At least I'm glad I'm saving something on my phone service plan thanks to Mint Mobile. You guys are not familiar with Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile offers the premium wireless phone service plan for starting as low as $15 a month, and you don't have to sacrifice any coverage, speed, or data. They are built on the nation's largest 5G network. They keep the cost low because they sell directly to you online. They cut out the retail stores and salespeople. Switching to Mint Mobile was super easy because they also have their digital eSIM cards, and I have the iPhone 14 Pro Max, so I just activated very quickly and it was working just as well on my phone. There is no need to standing around waiting in line for the big wireless store. You can keep your current device, phone number, and easily switch to phone services. You can use the link in the description to get premium wireless service starting at $15 a month at mintmobile.com WB. That is mintmobile.com WB. Stop paying more than you need to on your wireless bill. Start saving big with Mint Mobile. So today I want us to talk about TikTok and the whole thing with banning the TikTok again. It's not just like I feel like the banning that I want us to talk about, but I feel like there's more to it that's essentially behind the whole thing about banning TikTok. Let me first give you guys like a background on the whole thing because Back in 2020, when Trump was a president, they also wanted to ban TikTok. 
he wanted to ban TikTok. I'm just saying, like, that was, this is nothing new. So, uh, it's not like they just came up with it again. It just, this was a, this was something that people were talking about, about it earlier. But they made it very clear this time around that there are more concerns that people have. And that's why they wanted to um, ban TikTok. They have already banned TikTok in government devices. So whoever works for government, they cannot install essentially TikTok on their phone. Kind of get it. I don't know. Just don't don't know how to like what to think about it. Like what to think of that. What to make of that. Honestly. But here comes now. I feel like there is definitely more to it. And I feel like this time it might actually get banned. Like I'm hoping it doesn't because there's definitely like there's like 150 million people who are using TikTok every single day, like Americans. That's like a lot of people. That's an insane amount of people. So it would be definitely sad and crazy. And also like I feel like there's so many businesses who thrive on TikTok who kind of became who they are because of TikTok. That actually like so many small and medium businesses are on TikTok versus like bigger companies. I feel like a lot of actually bigger companies are struggling on TikTok. Like let's just be honest. Like seriously. A lot of bigger businesses, they don't even know how TikTok works. Like I'm being serious. Like some of them that like they have even reached out to me to like make UGC content. And I'm have like I have worked with them for that, but I'm just saying they legit don't know how TikTok works. But a lot of small and medium businesses are the ones that are thriving on TikTok or they are solely focusing on TikTok because that's how they grew their audience and their customer base. So I just feel like that would be definitely detrimental to their business. And there are so many people are relying on that. But more to it is that I feel like this whole thing started because this is my theory. Don't quote me because I'm not sure if this is true. Because the timing of it is very coincident, like coincidental, because I'm like, I don't believe in coincidences, so that's what I'm just going to say. If you guys don't remember, like, right about like maybe two weeks ago or something, or a week ago, Instagram put up an announcement that they will stop paying creators. If you remember, the whole reason they even started this fund, because they wanted to compete with TikTok, because TikTok had a creator fund. So the, it's a very the coincidence that like they stopped paying creators, or they announced at least, because I'm still getting paid for this month. And uh, right around this time, the whole thing about TikTok banning came up. I have a theory that Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg, who owns Meta, and Meta owns Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp, and there's other platform I forgot. Um, he started this whole thing because they apparently had like campaign that they donated a bunch of money for and that campaign essentially started this whole thing and i won't be surprised i have to be honest because like i feel like facebook instagram has been like on tiktok's journey like train for such a long time they've been trying so hard to like get on this bandwagon and they're trying to like i don't know like replicate this algorithm just like how they did with snapchat and like ripped off Snapchat's whole stories and like made it their own, which I give them a point because that it's worked, it worked for them and 
worked out but I felt so bad for Snapchat at the time because Snapchat was really doing so well now another platform came out and they're like let's just snatch it up and like make it our own but it looks like the audience is not going there because it's not just the code but I feel like it's also the environment that they're trying to create and people just don't want to be on Instagram I have to be honest I mean like if I wasn't if I didn't have substantial amount of following on Instagram I don't even know if I would keep going on Instagram. Like, seriously. I don't know if I would. Um, Facebook, I don't even have it, so I don't care for it, honestly. Like, screw you. Seriously. Um, but any other platform, just like, I don't know. Like, uh, what other, uh, WhatsApp, I mean, I don't use WhatsApp, so I don't know. But anything to do with Meta, I have to be honest, I truly despise what they stand for. Um, they have like messed up so many things when it comes to it but what I would say though this whole thing seems very like intentional and I know that this is like the campaign behind um, Facebook and Instagram and hence it's all coming from Zuckerberg that's my idea so now let's get into the whole congressional speech because TikTok CEO, I think his name is Shu. Yeah, Mr. Shu. Uh, he was the one who was, you know, testifying against Congress and like answering their question. From what I heard and what I understood is that like people were saying like, oh, they're cutting him off because they have such limited time. I guess that's what they were doing because that's like usual process. It's not like they were doing it just on him. They apparently did with a bunch of other people too. It's like the whole process behind it. They, they are, because they have like only five minutes time period, so they, they're more likely to cut people off. So that is one thing. But other things, the questions that they were asking, like, oh my God, like ridiculous. That's, I think, what bothered me the most because I feel like 90% of people who are in Congress, they're like boomers or a lot like older generation. Again, nothing wrong with that. But I feel like at least like look it up or like know how TikTok works. But I guess also I understand it because like they're not allowed to have TikTok on their phone. So they don't know how it works. I don't know. Again, like shouldn't you know how it works? First of all, some of them pronounce TikTok as in like TikTok, like that like as in tic-tac like I will insert a picture right here absolutely ridiculous like mind-blowing and others like couldn't like even like they were stuttering as they were reading the sentences I'm like did you just like open this up like are you reading this just now like did you not prepare for this like it, it was absolutely like I was so confused and lastly like there were some questions that they were asking I'm like this is not just like TikTok thing, it's more like every tech thing. It's almost like they don't even know how technology works. They were like, oh, like TikTok is connecting to my Wi-Fi. Like it's using my Wi-Fi, like it's using my IP address. Um, yeah, like that's how it works. That's how every social media platform works. Like, um, like I don't know, are you like, uh, I don't know, are you from like different century? Like, do you know, not know how that works? Like, it's like, 
yeah, they track that kind of data and that's just very industry standard. If you think that TikTok is tracking data, like you should look closer to YouTube or Instagram, Facebook, like every social media platform is tracking your data. Whether they like to admit it or not, there is this thing called Pixel. Just giving you guys like a very brief explanation of what it is. There's Facebook Pixel that it's essentially been installed on a bunch of apps. Like, I mean, there's Facebook Pixel on like, obviously Facebook website, but there are Facebook Pixel on many other websites that you're visiting. Like, if you go into like shopping websites, like Amazon.com has some sort of Pixel if you go into like Nordstrom.com or some like e-commerce website, they have their own pixel. And some of them have their also Facebook pixel, which means sometimes when you see an ad on like Google, you're going to also end up seeing the same ad on Facebook because they are sharing this kind of data through the pixel. So I'm saying this is very common practice. It's nothing like oh my god, like, someone is using my data, oh my god, like, someone is, like, uh, selling my data. Not really, I mean, it might seem invasive, but it's not. It's just, like, a legit common practice. I have literally seen this happen so many times. It's a very similar thing how TikTok is doing. Nothing, absolutely nothing is new in that department. But the fact that they're like, oh my god, it's using my Wi-Fi, it's using, like, my IP address, is like, yeah, that's, that's like usually how it works. It's like it has to connect to it somehow. Then there was other one. It's like, oh, like because TikTok has filters and it's like, oh, it's tracking my pupils and like it's trying to recognize my face or some shit. I'm like, most of these filters, I mean, yes, there was a like, confusion about that. I remember they were saying that some filters that was made, it's like kind of uh, saving people's faces, but they immediately deleted that one. I remember there was like a whole controversy about that. But no, 9 out of 10, all these filters, they're like live. It just only uses your face to understand where to place the filter. Like it has to know where your eyes and nose is so it can place the filter on top of it. But it's not saving your face. It cannot. Like that's not what you agreed on. There's like some sort of a user agreement. So I'm saying like it doesn't work like that. On there's like some uh, some stupid ones they were asking like, Oh, do you have like some shares of ByteDance, which is like a parent company of TikTok, which owns some part of TikTok? I think, doesn't matter if you're a CEO or another person who works for a company, you can own whatever the shares you want of any company. Like, that's not related with this. Like, he can own whatever shares he wants. But the fact that they were trying to grill him about that, it was just so ridiculous to me to even hear that. I'm just like... Yeah, like, Zuckerberg obviously has shares of Meta because he's the CEO or he owns uh, Meta. That's very common. Or same as, like, ByteDance. Like, it's very common thing to have, but it's just, like, that doesn't jeopardize the fact that that person works for the company. Yeah, like, every company, every sometimes even employee gets some sort of a stock because they work for the company. It seems very common. But the fact that they were bringing these like random ass questions to make it seem like, oh my god, they have some sort of biased opinion, so they are more likely to sell your data to CCP or Chinese government, blows my mind. Absolutely blows my mind. 
let's get into the part that is I think more important and that's something that like I feel like we need to talk about more TikTok is I feel like kind of represents freedom of speech besides selling data or whatever they're trying to like you know bullshit about it um, or they're talking about like oh my god like selling it to China or whatever I feel like at the end of the day 90% of what this discussion is all about is the money like they can't seem to making make more money through it that's just essentially what it is but more it is for us the users is that like we should be able to say whatever we want whatever we want to do or like whatever we feel like how much time we want to spend on like what app we want to do it's like that's up to us i just don't think it is app's responsibility be like oh your son or you personally you're like spending too much time on the app they're saying like average person spends like 90 seconds it's like okay if they spend more than that it's like 90 minutes i think uh, 90 minutes yeah so like i mean if they spend more time it's like, you know, like my children spend too much time on tiktok it's like that is probably your problem as a parent like teach them i don't know have some parental control isn't that the same thing that they have on ipads and shit like you can put like a timer or like you can put like pen control so you cannot like your kids cannot access to like more things on the app or like has it like screen time i don't know or if for adults it's like i mean if you're spending too much time on tiktok that is your problem it's not the fault of the app people have been spending too much time on uh, social media any anyways like that's not the fault of it but i think main issue is that like they don't want us to connect with each other I think greatest thing about TikTok is like information spreads so quickly unlike Facebook, Instagram or other platforms it's like a wildfire one video, if one video is about something that people want to share it goes viral and goes everywhere even if it is not, not as many views people know about it very quickly because of TikTok because TikTok, unlike other platforms, it carries so much of content from news to many other sides of things that you get to know about things very, very quickly. Versus like other platforms, it's like unless you're on the platform or you're a creator or you have been on the platform, there's a high chance that normal person is not going to know about what you're talking about. But nowadays, because TikTok is so like ubiquitous, when you say something sometimes, if you are just a little bit user of a TikTok, you know what I'm talking about because that's how that's how globally, um, I don't know, like used app it is because it's like so connected with everyone and like, and I think that is the problem with uh, the government that that's why they are trying so hard to like get rid of it. It's like we are getting our own information. We don't watch TV. We don't watch the news, like we don't care for it. It's like screw you, sorry, like don't care. Um, yeah, like I love that. I, I love the content I see on TikTok. I love I get to share what I want without having to be like, oh my god, was that right? Like, no, nobody cares. Like I just wanna share what I wanna share. And I think that's what makes TikTok so unique in that own aspect, comparing to many other platforms that I feel like has to be somewhat I don't know like 
educational. It has to be somewhat like uh, aesthetically pleasing. It's like has to be so much. I don't know, like uh, I guess like fixed or like tailored in a certain way that like it works better. Versus like TikTok is like you can kind of post whatever you want, uh, not having to think twice about it because it's that kind of platform. You can uh, that kind of a platform that you can post some very uh, dark humor shit and people would understand versus if you post on another platform people would be like are you psycho like seriously people would be like what is wrong with you I'm just saying it's like that's kind of a platform that like TikTok is and that's why it makes it so unique that so many of us connect together and like share our own thoughts and I feel like maybe that's what they're afraid of like they don't want us to share our own thoughts they don't want us to have our own like thinking because I feel like if government gets to tell us what we can use or what we cannot I feel like that's so ridiculous like I get to do what I want to do I can share what I want to share I just feel like there's so many like arguments that they were trying to put is like so absolutely like ridiculous like the fact that even some of them were like oh my god kids like killing themselves or like they're posting like some um like other kind of content that's like adult content is like go on Twitter. Have you been on Twitter? Like, I'm just saying. It's like, there are so many adult content on Twitter. Now you're coming for TikTok. Like, I'm so confused. Also, like, let me just preface this, just saying it. Because they keep using, like, our kids, our kids, our teenagers. There are so many people on TikTok. They're not teenagers. They're, they're like, fully adults. Like, full adults. Like, just saying. Like, don't think that only teenagers are using it. This is not like when it first started. There are teenagers, there are adults, there are older generation. There are so many people who are using TikTok that like, that's why it surpassed 150 million users. So just wanted to share this out there because I feel like it's not just like whole data thing, whole money thing. I think it's more than that. It's more about like freedom of speech. And I feel like that should be up to us. That's why we live in America, because we want the Second Amendment, like, and I feel like that should, they should respect that, I don't know, like, I'm just getting so annoyed, because whenever I saw any congressman talking or asking questions, I was like, wow, this is what, who we voted for, like, I feel like all of them is going to be out next year, just saying, or whenever the, I don't know how the politics works, but I'm just saying, whenever the time has come, Gen Z, Millennial, we're gonna kick them out. That's all I know. We're gonna kick them out. <laughs> and in that note, I'm gonna end this today's episode. I hope you guys like this episode. If you do, please don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. And I'll see you guys next week with another episode. Bye.